I'm Monica Kelly, and my guest today is Pastor Greg Kilgore from the First Baptist Church in Oakhurst, California. It's good to have you, Pastor Greg. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for, for having me on. Well, tell me a little bit about your journey with God and how it led to your position now as a pastor. Yeah, well, how long do you have? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, basically, you know, I, I grew up in the church. My, my parents were just faithful. Uh, we were at the church, I think, three or four times a, a, a week, honestly. And my mom was a church secretary. And so I, you know, I, I grew up learning the, the stories of, of the Bible and Christianity. And, 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 and I thought of myself as a good person. And uh, over time, though, I, I became aware that I'm a sinner. And uh, even outwardly moral and, and good people need the good news of Jesus Christ. And so just over time, probably in middle school age, roughly, I, I began reading my Bible every day, and, and God uh, worked in my life to, to expose my sin and my need for Christ. And uh, and it was at that same time that I really uh, fell in love with reading the Scriptures. And, and so just that middle school to through college, I felt like the Lord was calling me to ministry. And so I got a, a degree in biblical studies, and at that time, I was mentored by some pastors down in, in Fresno and uh, and confirmed that calling in, in my life. And then eventually, a church called me to serve as a youth pastor, which was probably uh, dangerous, but, but God, is, God has worked in that. And, uh, and then eventually, uh, went to seminary in, in Kentucky and then got called to, to pastor in Oakhurst. So that's kind of the brief overview of, of how God is, has uh, has worked in my life. I'm sure your parents were very proud to see yeah, how you grew up. Yeah. yeah, it was a huge blessing. Absolutely. So you and your team of volunteers at your church, First Baptist Church in Oakhurst, have been doing a lot for people affected by the wildfires on the West Coast. Can you tell us what you've been up to? Yeah, well, it hasn't just been my church. And, and you know, there's probably a thousand other people who are, are much more deserving to be highlighted than, than myself. But uh, uh, it all kind of started, well, who knows, it's, everything's blurred together now. But about a week ago, I got a phone call. From our, uh, so our church is a part of the Southern Baptist Convention, and, and we have a disaster relief wing. And so I got a call from our director saying, "Hey, Red Cross is setting up in Oakhurst. Go, you know, can you go over there and see?" And so I just kind of got plugged in. I walked over, well, not walked over, I drove over there and and got plugged in there with them. And and Pastor Craig uh, at uh, Shigio, Pastor Craig Shigio at Oakhurst TV Free, uh, he got involved as well. We're good friends. Our churches do a lot together and a lot of outreach and, and BBS and things like that. And so he's been he's been awesome. He's been coordinating volunteers. And so I've been meeting them for breakfast and lunch to go over and, and serve. And we were doing about probably anywhere from 700 to 900 meals a, a day. Uh, and just, you know, some of them were made, some of them weren't. <laughs> and uh, some of them we had to make ourselves. And, uh, and so yeah, we got plugged in there and, uh, and just, Started serving the evacuees from from this fire. There's a number of people here in Oakhurst who are camping at the community center, who are in hotels here in Oakhurst, and also the number of people who are out in our at hotels. So, yeah, so we start we meet, we put the meals together, and load them up into our our our, our vehicles and, and take them out to distribute. And so we've been working closely with with the Red Cross, and so that's been a huge um, opportunity to just meet people and. Our church has been able to distribute at so far 
at least $800 worth of gift cards uh, to, to the, the evacuees for gas and, and uh, different, you know, other needs that they might have, whether it be diapers and, and whatnot. So, so yeah, but I mean, it's been a great uh, for our church to serve. And also, like I said, Pastor Craig has been just uh, fantastic and, and working super hard. I, I say he's, he's my guy in the chair <laughs> and uh, to, to get people, uh, lined up and 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 heading out to to serve our our communities up here. Now, have the fires touched some of your church members personally? Yeah, so I have had. Uh, let's see, I've got two church families who have been close to the fire. Uh, one in Bass Lake and one in North Fork. And and praise the Lord, they the fires have not reached them, but they've been evacuated. So they had to get out. But I thought probably three quarters of my church last I checked. Has, has either been evacuated or they've just left to get out of the warning zone or to get out of the smoke. So, you know, for instance, my, my house and my church building were both in the warning zone. So my I sent my family down to Fresno last week and got our horses and dogs out. <laughs> and uh, But thankfully, you know, praise the Lord, we haven't, our church hasn't experienced any damage as of, as of yet. So... You've been volunteering, you said, at the Red Cross Shelter in Oakhurst. What has that been like for you personally? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been a great opportunity to get to know other people uh, in, in Oakhurst. And it, it's, been, uh, it's been tiring <laughs> uh, because uh, the smoke and, you know, breathing in the smoke as we're out uh, has, has had an effect on all of us. And, uh, but, I mean, we're, you know, we, we realize that, because of all that that God has has done for us through Christ, we are so undeserving of His grace and His mercy in our lives that you know how can we not serve others, and especially in such a, a, a desperate situation. So I've had you know I've had the opportunity to to share the hope of Christ with with people, and also to pray with some people who realize that and got the word that their homes and their trailers are gone. Has there been a story that has really stood out to you personally that you've heard? There's been a couple of them. One of them would be a gentleman that, that I've, I've gotten to know. I've been going to the same hotel, so I've been getting to know some of the evacuees pretty pretty good. I, I'll see them twice, twice a day. And, and one of them, uh, just uh, the the one who lost he, his, his property and um, being able to I already have a bit of a relationship with him, and then once he heard that, him being able to, to share that with me, and I've been able to pray with him, and, and also, you know, our church has been able to offer him some financial assistance, and um, so so being able to pray with him, and that gentleman there who, you know, he lost everything, and uh, it's it's devastating, and just being able to share the the hope of Christ with him, the the gospel with him encouragement to to our church how can we be praying specifically for people just be be praying that the, the churches continue to work together there's a, there's a lot of churches that are doing so much up here to, to help meet the needs so uh, be praying on I mean, God provide and uh, be praying that he continues to do that 
the response from people has been really just overwhelming at times as far as their generosity. And, uh, you know, I, I, when I was out delivering one day, one of the volunteers, he mentioned something about, you know, how hopeless he felt. You know, he, he said, you know, it, it just seems like, you know, it's, it's praying really enough. And it really is. Uh, you know, we don't, we can't say everything perfectly, right? But there's been a number of times where I've, I've been praying with people and they've just broken down uh, because somebody's been there to, to care about. So, so those continued ministry opportunities, uh, and because uh, this is this isn't over, this isn't going to be over anytime soon. And uh, even once the fire's out, there's still a lot of stress and uh, a lot of anxiety from from loss or even you know what the next disaster might might be so and so i wonder too what sort of challenges you faced with sort of trying to keep your social distance or um <laughs> has that been difficult for you oh it's been so difficult yeah absolutely so you know we're we're, we're walking around up and down these hills here Oakhurst isn't flat by any means and we're wearing our masks and you know we're going through all the protocols of, of assembling these meals with proper sanitation and everything like that. And I know there's been lots more hoops to jump through because of the, 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 the guidelines that we're, you know, we're trying to be as safe as possible. And so, you know, we're taking temperatures of, of the volunteers as they show up. And uh, so, yeah, there's been a lot more, a lot more hoops, but, you know, we are doing our, our best to follow all of those guidelines. So, yeah, there are some times, though, where you just want to shake somebody's hand <laughs> because it's so natural. Right, or uh, give them a hug. Or... Yeah, put your arm around them. And uh, so, you know, we knock on the door, and the protocol is to step back about a couple feet, you know. So it's, uh, it's, it's you know, even despite all of these uh, unique uh, protocols, you know, we're still able to be a – hopefully we're able to, you know, continue serving and everything. Well, thank you so much for your time, Pastor Greg. We appreciate you so much. Yeah, absolutely.